Let's get to work. Meanwhile, in the pod cave, crank it all the way up. And welcome back to another edition of the Podmen. I'm Brad. I'm Brian. Podmen Ron. And no Alex. That's where that's where we, we get us a space in uh, our a hole in our hearts here because we're missing Alex because evidently uh, you know he just can't wait for season two of Ted Lasso, so he's at some sort of soccer game or something like that. I don't I don't understand where his priorities are. He said he was committed to the podcast, and now uh, I kind of doubt it. We just need to tell him that. Uh Intern Jacob joined again. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, what? that'll scare him into five or six more episodes. Yeah, I think that's exactly what did it is having the intern show up and uh, scared Alex out of his job there, or back into the job, rather. Um, all right. Well, uh, you know, what's uh, uh, were you going to say something, Podman Ron? Oh, no. No, nah, don't say that. I know you're wanting to save it all up for a, a an F9 review. Uh, but before we get to that, we do have a little bit of news to talk about. All right, in the news, uh, actually, not a lot of news today. Uh, now, we do have uh, a little bit of something going on in the news with uh, some casting rumors that Podman Ron, you didn't seem too happy about. Of, Which one was this? Uh, this is uh, possibly Hugh Jackman returning to the Marvel Universe. Yeah, I'm not too thrilled about that. All right, that sounds great. <laughs> Brian, do you have an opinion of it? Yeah, my thought was if they're going to do something before they reboot the X-Men, do it. At one point, I had pitched them doing uh, Hulk versus Wolverine instead of Hulk 3, you know? And they did Hulk versus Wolverine, knowing that they're going to do a reboot, and that way you're getting a kind of Hugh Jackman in the in the uh, Marvel universe, and then and then it's over, right? Then then you're totally recasting the X Men. Uh, I don't know what um, potentially it would be, other than you know if he was going to be, uh, they were going to announce that he did one of the episodes of uh, um, What If, you know, uh, Marvel's maybe. What If, yeah. But, uh, it, yeah, uh, as much as I love uh, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, uh, it's, I feel like it's time to, to move forward, move on. Not today. Not today. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just, uh, I mean, I've never been a really big fan of Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. I mean, maybe the second X-Men movie, I liked them. The first one wasn't too bad, but I think after, after especially X-Men 2, I, I don't know, the character just kind of, it just wasn't even, the Wolverine I, I liked in the comic book. I mean, just even Days of Future Past. Yeah, especially Days of Future Past. I, I just didn't wow. like it. I just I liked it in Logan. I take that back. The yeah. Logan movie was fantastic, but X Men One because it was first time he was on the on the big screen. Screen it was like okay, that's pretty cool. Loved them in X Men Two. That I think that was his best part as as uh, Logan. As Wolverine, and then Logan, 
But I did like the. I mean, I, I did like the second Wolverine movie, but I just never could just. I, I wasn't so thrilled with Hugh Jackman as Wolverine as everybody else is. So I mean, I, I'm ready for someone different to play the part. So maybe. Well, there's also I don't, this is the so what? Uh, relation as well that he could be showing up in uh, Madness. So. Are you breaking up? Is he breaking up? Uh, Brian? Yeah, if, well, Brian, you're breaking up a little bit. I think you were saying there, and then it's uh, <laughs> Brian. I think you were saying that uh, there's a possibility he might be showing up in the multiverse of madness. You broke up either a that, bit or you just had a stroke. I don't yeah. know which one that was. <laughs> multiverse of madness. Yes. Hang on, I'm going to move. All right, and while while he's moving, uh, you know, you some uh, Brian, I think you had mentioned a little bit about what if we got a little what if trailer. Journey to face the unknown and ponder the question: What if? All right, what if uh, new show? Uh, coming up in uh, a few weeks, I think in August 11th or so on Disney Plus. Podman Ron, you were saying that this may not do anything for you. Yeah, I just I like the comic book and I like the what if comic book, but I don't know. I just God, maybe I you know a few weeks ago I said maybe all this Marvel stuff is just just not doing it for me anymore. Yeah. But, I mean it just. Nothing in Marvel right now. I think the only thing in Marvel I'm really looking out, looking, uh, up, you know, out for is uh, the Spider-Man movie. I mean, everything else just seems nothing is just really getting my interest. I mean, even Loki is just kind of wow. first episode was you know decent. I was excited, it just kind of dropped off from there. So, I mean, the the fact that you're watching uh, sentimental movies about time travel. Uh, heights in the heights and everything. Uh, you could be growing up, Podman Ron. I could be. You may have I, grown I, out I, of the Marvel movies and silly superheroes and men in tights. Uh, well, it took 50 years. Yeah. <laughs> After 50 I mean, years, honest, he's going to be a Podman. to God, I, I mean, it really, like I said, I just, uh, and we'll get to Loki later, but I, I just, you know, we're 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 on the eve of the Black Widow movie, and I mean, other than getting to see it with Brian and possibly you, uh, I, I really have no really excitement to go see it. I mean, I just there's just uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe this past year just the break from it just kind of yeah just took you, out of me. I don't you know. found other thing. Well, I'm, we're approaching episode number one fifty. Uh, so maybe that would be a good, nice, clean break for the pod men. And Brian, Brian can go off on his wrestling podcast, and you can go off on your ranting podcast. Or my Bosch podcast. The Bosch cast. Yeah, can we talk the about Bosch cast? we got to mention Bosch so that I can tag it. Uh, we have gotten more likes on Instagram by putting up <laughs> Bosch's picture. And I just said, what does PMRA think of Bosch? And we got 30 likes, mostly from random people and pod wives, but still mostly random people. Uh, so they love Bosch. They love Bosch, and they didn't listen to the podcast, obviously. 
Uh, were you saying that he has the most punchable face in Hollywood? So He really has the most punchable face. And if you watch the show, Brad, you would definitely understand what I'm talking about. Wow. Well, why, why, what if uh, Podman Ron could punch Bosch in the face? Uh, Brian, did this What If trailer do anything for you? There really wasn't anything new that we hadn't already seen. Uh, the big surprise for me was that it was coming out August 11th. You know, because it was when... When they started announcing the Marvel movies and everything, it was one of the first things you saw. <laughs> right. And then it took forever for it to come through production. So, but yeah, the fact that we're actually getting it. And now I'm waiting for them to say, oh, well, you're getting a half a season. And then we'll give you another <laughs> half episodes. later. You know, something like that. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing that was disappointing, and I, I understand why they did it and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but it was all related to the movies, which is what? Everybody knows. Like there, there's no, mm-hmm. you know, what? Oh boy, there's a there's a pod mini that almost popped into the podcast there. Uh, but there's no, uh, you know, what if uh, Conan the Barbarian uh, was revived instead of Captain America or something like that type stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I get it. They got to play to the audience that knows these characters as opposed to introducing crazy things like uh, frog Thors and stuff like that. But uh, so that was the only thing I'm like, are we just, we're only going to talk about guardians of the galaxy, Captain America, Iron Man, Black Panther. Holy shit. Oh, you got some news there, Podman Ron. No, I'm getting attacked by all these bugs. Holy crap. What the (laughs) hell just happened? Oh my gosh. Wow. Can you roll your window? No, I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. This is insane. Anyway, sorry. Wow. Right. Yeah, well, I think that's that's kind of like the uh, to what Brad you were saying. Not only is it going to be we got to you know pitch to the the people that have watched the cinematic universe, but also uh, you know what they can't use anything that might be used in some you right, know, right. In a movie later. So it's like you know it's the same thing with the uh, the Loki series where they're like Loki will never appear in a, in another cinematic movie again. Uh, so really, you know, he's kind of relegated to this TVA storyline and. That's it. Like yeah. it, it's the same thing as uh, Agents of Shield. All right, that's it. Doesn't matter. It really doesn't wow. matter when you get down to it. Yeah. I, so I, I think we can almost safely say episode number one fifty one should be the old pod men. <laughs> the, no, from, no, the crotchety no, old no. pod men. Nothing matters. You know what? I mean, this could all change. Then here, I mean, the Eternal, whatever it is. Could come out and we think this is the great, greatest thing ever. Or Shang Chi could come out and we would say this is the best thing ever, and it could revitalize everything. You know, so just well, we gotta have a little faith. It's been a rough year, and you know we're we're getting back into these shows again, and you know I don't know what a, what a turnaround for PMR. I'm well, I, I don't I really I'm very confused. He pulled. Yeah. He pulled an absolute he pulled an Alex. Alex. One way, the <laughs> other way. This way, that way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying Just, to be like optimistic. I mean, I like the Black Widow. The Marsh. Wow. That, that that is, yeah, that's a turnaround. I know you're looking forward to Black Widow. <laughs> you might even go see it to your, by yourself. Not today. Crank <laughs> it all the way up. Uh, I mean, I, I got Dom over Dom, over here wanting to. Wanting to move over to this fast review. Let's get to work. Um, so we, we, we definitely got to get to him. Uh, but, you know, yeah, well, go ahead. Sorry, Brad. No, go ahead. No, I'm just going to say, you know, Fast and the Furious didn't really help my, <laughs> my cinematic views on things right now. Crank uh, it all the way up. Uh, 
All right. Well, uh, before we get to the Fast and Furious, I think we have to get to the uh, uh, the slow and, and sad. Are y'all seeing my face? No. What, what happened? I, I don't know. It's almost like you're talking during a funeral. I mean, this is a aunt, <laughs> sorry. This is almost like Aunt uh, Hilda all over again, or whatever her name was. Uh, I don't understand why my face ain't showing, but all right. Well, at any rate, I know I, I I know why you don't want to show your face is because you're probably so sad over the passing recent passing of Richard Donner, one of uh, got to be one of your favorite all time directors, Podman Ron. Yeah, he did do the uh, Lethal Weapon. And uh, and I love Lethal Weapon episodes, you know, uh, movies. I mean, yeah. so yeah, yeah, I was kind of bummed out. <laughs> All right, yeah, Lethal Weapon, uh, Superman, The Goonies, uh, yeah. so, something I didn't realize until recently. He directed the episode of uh, Twilight Zone with uh, our good friend Bill Shatner. Mm-hmm. Twenty thousand terror in the skies, whatever it was. Oh, that was his. I didn't know that, that was his. Uh, the Omen, the original Omen, uh, Gregory Peck. Which was a. Uh, there's a great story uh, that's Podman Central. Do you remember uh, the lavish birthday parties that Alex used to have as a child? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. It's all for you, Alex. Yeah. Pony. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> One of the best quotes ever. Like uh, Alex used to. I'll paint the picture. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, PMR. They would. They would have. Pony rides. At, they have magicians and clowns, clowns at the birthday parties. Yeah. Uh, but the birthday parties were in the summer because Alex's birthday was actually like in the dead of winter. So it was like yes. this festival with, uh, and there'd be you know, fifty kids there. You know, all this stuff going on. And I remember it was uh, Alex's fifth or sixth birthday party, and Brad turned to me and he goes, <laughs> <laughs> "In the open, there's a scene." Where it's uh, Damien's birthday, and they've got like a carousel and yeah, everything. Yeah, big party, carnival. <laughs> and, and, and the nanny, the nanny is standing up in the upstairs window, and she starts screaming, "It's all for you, Damien! It's all for you!" And then she jumps out the window and hangs herself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's all what we all felt like doing at Alex's party. It's all for you, Alex. So, so me and Brad are sitting there looking at the lavishness of this birthday party. And Brad goes, "It's all for you, Alex." It's all for you. <laughs> oh, we had some oh really sweet bad. Alex. Oh, oh, God. Sweet little Alex. Uh, if only he were here uh, to tell us his thoughts. But if only he was sweet. Anyway, back to Dick Donner. Uh, yeah, I mean, Dick Donner. He, he had uh, a lot of uh, a lot of huge hits. Almost everything he touched, everybody loved. Right, Brian? Yeah, Scrooge, the toy. Yeah, the, the toy is an underrated. Uh, Richard oh Pryor yeah! Film. Oh my God, I forgot about the toy. Yeah, uh, the Lost Boys, and, uh, Maverick from the nineties. Now he produced. Uh, I did like that movie. The Lost Boys, uh, Schumacher directed it. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, but he produced it. He yeah. produced, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, incredible uh, streak of uh, of hits. He even wrote a comic book with uh, Jeff Johns. Oh wow! In the uh, in the mid two thousands. Uh, everybody so, did. Anybody in Hollywood. That's wrote true comic too. Book. Yeah. yeah. Everybody can write a comic book. That's not too <laughs> impressive nowadays. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if, you're a, if you're a celebrity in Hollywood, you're you're going to write a comic book. or a TV Ooh. writer. Lady Hawk. Oh yes, Lady Hawk. He loved Lady Hawk. Yeah. What the hell's Lady Hawk? Oh. 
I don't have a clip of it, but it's uh, Rutger Hauer, Matthew Broderick, mm-hmm. and uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, right? Uh, was yeah, it Matthew I Broderick? Did. It was Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, she turned well, into a hawk, a medieval type uh, sword and sorcery type thing. No, yeah. no, no, no. It was, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Matthew well, Broderick, Michelle Pfeiffer, Rutger Hauer, and Alfred Molina. Oh, that's from, a uh, bad guy. Right. A future... Uh, Doc Octopus. Yeah, there's your there's your tie-in. Doc Ock and uh, the Wasp uh, mother or whatever she is. I don't know. Do we even mm-hmm. – so, what is – yeah, go ahead. So, <laughs> he, so he was like 91 years old. Lived a great life. Yep. Yep. Time to move on. Yep, time to move on. Let's go to the movies. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sorry to cut Richard Donner off, but I only Superman movies and the Lethal Weapon movies. I liked all that one. So, I mean, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, that, that, that was the worst yeah. tribute we've ever done. I feel like, yeah, considering, like, I, he's directed some of our favorite films of all time. I feel like we've invited Ramblin' Ron. <laughs> instead of Podman Ron? To, to the, instead of Podman And he's not drinking! That's the that's the crazy thing. He needs the alcohol to focus. Yeah, yeah. Well, he he had talked about in the green room in the green car. He was talking about they needed to get into Zen mode a little bit. So maybe he's just a little. I do. Just a little bit too worked up. Jeez. I am. I, you know what? I think it's this bang I drank. Crank it all the way up. All right. Well, uh, maybe it was this bang. Uh, I don't even know what bang is, but I'll, I'm assuming it's some sort of uh, street legal. Uh, medicinal. It's, it's, uh, it's an energy. It's an energy drink. It's yeah. like a red, red bull and a monster. You know, with just a skosh of cocaine. <laughs> just a little bit. Let's get to work. All right. Well, let's get to F nine. Brian has oh. been wanting to talk about F nine for quite a while here. Uh, Two episodes now. Yep. Yeah, three episodes. Uh, first, before we get into it, uh, let's hear a little bit from a little bit more from Don. <laughs> Changing. <laughs> and we change too. I know some people they would die for me. There are moments that separate us. But we always come back together. Alright, just like the pod men, they always come back together. Alex leaves, but he always comes back home. Uh Podman Ron, uh we we're waiting for this review from you. You you've um, you've seen all the uh, Fast and Furious movies. I have. You've, uh, you're a big fan of the franchise. I was. <laughs> what the hell happened? Uh, I don't know. This movie, it, you know, I'm okay with absurdity for the most part. I mean, the, you know, the, the last few movies have been bordering, well, hell, they passed absurd on some stuff. But this one just went totally off the the reality track and just landed in absurd land. I mean, it, but not only that, and I can, I can forgive that for the most part, if the story itself, not the story, but the characters had a little heart to them. And uh, that's all they have story. No, no, this story (laughs) just didn't, it was all over the place. I mean, nobody, it seemed like no one was really, truly acting in this movie. It seemed like they were just there. Talking no one lines. was really putting. Yeah, they were just reading their lines. It didn't don't seem like anybody was putting any kind of heart into it or 
or any type of true acting. It, as much as you could true act in a Fast and the Furious movie, but I mean, you know, the other ones they would talk about the family and you know brotherhood and all that, and you know, you were like, oh, okay, that's kind of broke it up a little bit. This they talked about that, but I mean, barely, barely, and, and it was just the action was just way absurdly over the top. Well, I I, I do want to hear because I I will watch it when it comes to. Cable, I'm sure, but uh, I have no real intentions of seeing. But from what I understand, there were some wild stunts in it. Let's hear a little bit about other stuff. Y'all ever thought about the wild missions we've been on? We've taken out planes, trains, tanks. I'm not going to even think about the submarines. All right, you've heard the man. Uh, not sure well, what character that was, but planes, trains, submarines. Uh, well, what? Where else did they go? The absurd, the absurdness of it, and I'm okay with that because it's just it's it's absurd. It's it's fun. It's popcorn movie, but there's a there comes a point where it gets way over absurd. It looks ridiculous, and I was in a movie theater where people just started laughing at the stunts (laughs) and I mean the absurdness. They would just laugh. I mean the parts that they were not supposed to be laughing at. They were the, the theater was busting out laughing because it was so stupid. I mean, there's a there's a scene where John Cena's character is zip lining through London. I mean, which makes no goddamn sense why he was zip lining <laughs> through rooftop to rooftop in London, and the audience was just fucking every time you, you'd see him do it. Everybody was just laughing. I mean, it was just so stupid looking. So, Brian, have we reached a point of uh, of uh, a King Kong burrowing through Earth here of ridiculousness that is that ruins the movie? Is there a tipping point that it's crossed here? <laughs> yeah, it's. They just basically said we're not even going to bother explaining anything or the reasoning no. for any of this. Uh, the the scene PMR is talking about is it's before a heist. Before the heist. So why is he ziplining to the heist? It's <laughs> to not like he's trying to get away. In broad daylight. Broad in broad daylight. daylight. Yeah, he's ziplining to the heist. Like, I don't know. Like, you know. Uh, but uh, there's so many, like, ludicrous just uh, at least twice ludicrous? in the film. Yeah. At least twice <laughs> in the film, someone's about to plunge to their death. And because they land on the hood of the car instead of the ground. It breaks their fall. They're, Completely fine. As if the hood of a, of a moving vehicle is is going to break anyone's fall. All they would, in reality, they would just splatter on the windshield like a bug. Well, in, in reality, because not only do they land on the car, but the car like does a spin to catch them on the trunk. Well, <laughs> they would. They would that's the car would sling them off. I mean, because the car has still got momentum by. It. I mean, physics alone, it, it's absurd looking. I mean. And none of them are ever heard. I mean, Don literally had a pulls down a roof, and and it falls on top of him. He goes into the water with all these pieces falling. Then he dreams of you know he has this flashback of his childhood, and you know you're thinking he's dying, which you know he's not. And then Letty, who was I guess what two or three stories before because she oh no. No, yeah, she was at least like eight stories up when he fell. <laughs> she jumps in the water. She jumps in the water with what happened to the debris that fell on top of him? How can you jump into the water of all this shit that just fell on top of him and save him? I mean, it 
it was just absurd. It made no goddamn sense. I mean, and like Brian said, they just don't even try to explain it. They just like, oh, well, there she is. She pulled him out of the water. Well, well and then and we haven't even gotten debris that fell on top of them. I mean, what? We haven't even gotten to the rocket car that Tej and Roman take into space to uh, to yeah. uh, to run over a satellite <laughs> in space. <laughs> Let me ask you this, okay? Now, now this government agent. Mr. Nobody relies on this hodgepodge group, a ragtag team of former VCR thieves <laughs> to, to rescue him. And instead of, you know, maybe having like some secret agent equipment, you know, they go and get a rocket ship made from a Pontiac Fiero <laughs> with a rocket built to the top of it. Now, don't even get me started as why they were experimenting with a rocket track. On a Fiero. Why not? Any car. Any car. I mean, why you got a rocket strapped to a car to begin with? It makes no goddamn sense. I mean, it, it it's so <laughs> stupid. I well, mean, and then it, the reason they go, they introduce these guys, these guys were from Tokyo Drift. This was the the Paul Walker, you know, wannabe ripoff they, they put in Tokyo Drift. And then the two cohorts, co- cohorts, one was Bow Wow and the other one was some other guy. And they were in Tokyo Drift. Well, these three guys were the ones making this rocket car. But they didn't go there to get a rocket car to begin with. They just happened to go there because Don told them to go there to go get some cars. Well, why did they got to go to these three guys to go get a car? They can just go to, even the guy says, there's a Honda dealership that way. I mean, yeah, why are you going to these guys to get at cars? But then just, you know, they just happen to be experimenting, ah. experimenting with a rocket car when they come. So later on, when they need a rocket car, I know just the person. Nice. Very convenient. So, so our, uh, I, I know that, uh, you know, treading into spoiler territory here, uh, talking about, uh, Tokyo Drift and, uh, so is, uh, the, 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 you said Lil, Lil Bow Wow and the other guy, Lil they're, Bow they're wow. back and Han is back in this, right? Oh, <laughs> Brian, I'll let you tell the Han story. Yeah, so, uh, apparently, <laughs> <laughs> Letty and uh, what's oh, uh, it doesn't the matter. actress doesn't matter what Jordana Brewster. I can't remember yeah. her name. Mia. Uh, they they yeah Mia. They have to go to uh, uh, China for some reason. I don't remember why, but uh, because China uh, sells a lot of tickets. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and um, uh, so you're introduced to the fact that Han did not die at the oh. end of, at the end of uh, Tokyo Drift or. Actually, it wasn't Tokyo Drift. Yeah, it was, it was the third fast. one. It was the sixth one. Sixth oh, one. Wow. Okay. Okay. And, remind uh, me to, to revisit this, but go ahead, Brian. Sorry. So essentially, I think I know how they'll probably explain it, but, but you know, so, so he gets in the wreck, the car slipped over on its side, uh, Shaw walks up and shoots him while he's still strapped into the car and the car explodes. So the thought is, I'm assuming there was a manhole cover that he crawled down in or something. That's the only way. But no, that's not how they said it, though. Is it not? Nobody, nobody says, oh, yeah, I was impressed with that one. So nobody apparently recruited Han before hmm. he recruited Dom or anybody. And um, uh, so Han's alive. 
and uh, has been brought back into the fold nice. in the film. But nobody really questions it. They're just like, oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> what happened? Don't you remember the, Mr. Nobody standing there and they're watching the wreck. They're watching the unfold and everything. And all of a sudden it kind of pans over and there's Han standing by Mr. Nobody and he says something like, you think they bought it? Ah. <laughs> and he goes, this was my best magic trick yet. And I'm like, was he a hologram in there? What the fuck was he supposed to? And then, but it showed a picture of like the car turned over and Han like in the scene where he's trapped in the car. And then it, you know, Han's got blood on him in the car and shit. But then it pans over to Mr. Nobody going, this is my best one yet. And, and then Han pans into the frame and he's perfectly fine. He's not cut. He's not bleeding or nothing. So was that like a Han lookalike that they killed? Or killed. Seems reasonable, right? He clouded Shaw's mind to think that he <laughs> killed him. I mean, it was just, it made no sense. It was just like, okay, well, we'll move on. That's the well, only and then there's some things that we're kind of blushing over that really need addressing. About a good, about of this film, 40% is split, spent in a flashback of Dom and his brother, who we've never met before, Jacob, and their race car father, their NASCAR ah, driving father. He's the main, uh, when I can say he is the main lead in Mayans, so there you go. Well, right, there you go. So, but yeah, so we spent a good 40% of this movie set in uh, like 1989, which is yeah. weird because it seems like they would they would make it old, like, more recent than that? Well, because I mean, the, you got to think. Dom was like 20 in 1989. So what does that make him now? No, I don't think he was 20 in 1989, was he? I thought he was like in his early late 20s, early 30s. So he was like 17 in 1989. So that would make him about 28 in the first Fast and Furious movie. Maybe. Well, fast forward to now. But, uh, but yeah, and then, and then The Rock. Anyway, the timeline was kind of wonky. But we kept go. It was just like Rocky. Which one was it? Rocky Four, where we went right. from montage, montage flashback to montage, to montage yeah. flashback. It was flashback after flashback after flashback, showing the same flashback of the same scene, but like a, a little bit varied. It was oh my god! Uh, I felt like the film should have been like a. Well, there's a couple of names. There's a culture. A couple of subtitles. This movie could have been. It could have been Fast and the Furious Reloaded. Because they've got to reload the cast. They've lost the rock. They lost the rock. They've lost Gal Gadot. They've lost uh, um, uh, Deckard Shaw. Right. So, uh, so they're like restocking the uh, the characters. One and then two. I would have loved because you could have called it Fast Fast Nine Magnets Magnets Magnets. Oh my God! They, they, because they love the magnets. I wish I had been in the room. When the screenwriter explained <laughs> magnets to Vin Diesel, <laughs> because clearly he was over the moon enamored with the abilities of magnets. <laughs> See, my, there, my opinion after after this movie, I would never not use magnets if I was this. Team. I'd be like, those magnets were great in this last caper, man. We're 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 gonna have magnets all the fucking time. You got magnets. They live, once magnets are introduced, 
It's as if you've told them that magic is real. <laughs> like magnets appear in every scene oh, yeah. for the for the for the entire rest of the movie after somebody initial initially shows them an electromagnet. Well, it was it was odd. It's like all of a sudden everything was equipped with magnets. It's like at first they just had the one, but it's like. Did they go to the store and buy more? I mean, even a- even the zipline was magnets. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's like, is there like a magnets RS somewhere that you know? Come on, and- in, we got your magnets any size. We you know we'll electrify them and you can pull a car. Yeah, or God push a car, pull a car, flip a car. Who got killed from right? That's- flying debris from magnets. Or or, or did. Here's the thing. A magnet doesn't discriminate. A magnet's not going to only pull a car that doesn't have an occupant in it. So they're driving on the street and they're being chased. So they'll turn up the map. Not not the bad guys. Dom will turn the magnet up so it pulls cars into the path, into a collision course with the people chasing it. Whether, whether it's got passengers in it or not. Yeah. Like, so, but, you know, conveniently, all the cars, I'm sure, were just empty and parked <laughs> on the side of the road. None of them had occupants in them. Can, Very. Can I, can I say also, and this is going back to uh, the reason they're in Hong Kong, I love the Scooby-Doo clues that they would get and the conclusion they would come up with. So they get this... They get this card from Han <laughs> on the day that he died, and it's got some church temple in it. And it's, it's in, they determine that it's in Hong Kong, that it was mailed from Hong Kong. So that's why they go to Hong Kong. But it's the Kong. church from Dom's childhood, and it's the cross on the top of the church is the cross that he wears on his oh, uh, the right. giant medallion. It was... But so they go to Hong Kong because it was from Hong Kong. So while they're in this bar in Hong Kong, they look up and they see the Mexican flag on the window of this apartment. And they just automatically assume, wait a minute. That's a clue. We need to go (laughs) into this apartment. And they go into this apartment and that's where they get, they meet Han or, you know, is, is the girl that he's raising or something. And I'm right. like, of all of Hong Kong, of all of China, you just happen to go, just because you saw a Mexican flag on a window, you're going to assume it break into this apartment. It was so <clears> absurd. <throat> it made no goddamn sense whatsoever. So what and then they done- did it. Then they did it again later on. They were looking for, you know, find out any clues, and that guys go, uh, of who we're looking for, and, and uh, Ludacris or uh, the other one, uh, Roman goes. What about those two guys? They got uh, um, cauliflower ears. That means they're fighters. Makes sense. And so then they start fighting these guys. Now they were the bad guys, but. What the fuck? You just gonna go beat up on some guys because they got cauliflower ears and you just assume that they're the fighters? It was so absurd. I mean, in, in this scene, and we, we'll leave the link to photo, uh, Tej and Roman just pull up in the middle of like Piccadilly Circus. Like they just pull up in the middle of this road. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, like they pulled up into the middle of, a, of, of Central Park, in the middle yeah. of the park. Yeah. And, Nobody, uh, uh, I'm sure the, that, uh, sir, uh, this is not a parking space. They're like, uh, 
Roman goes, uh, well, how am I supposed to find anybody here? It's like Wells Waldo up in here. Literally, when it pans around, there is a Waldo in the crowd. Oh, wow. It is a, it is a guy it. wearing the beanie and the round glasses and a striped shirt with a scarf around his neck. There is literally a Waldo in the crowd. They went full airplane on it. <laughs> yeah, they full did. naked gun. They did. It was absolutely <clears throat> but so absurd. We've got in this film, so it's Fast, Fast 9 Reloaded, right? You've reintroduced uh, Lucas Black, who was from uh, Tokyo Drift. Uh, who's uh, Sean? You've introduced, you've reintroduced Bow Wow, who was Twinkie, uh, 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 Han Lu, which was the other guy that was helping him build the rocket car, uh, and then you've introduced Han is back and Han's daughter. So they've they've given us five characters to restock the yeah. past the past universe with. Since since they've lost the oh, and, and that's not even counting John Cena's Jacob. And they announced this week that that um, Cipher, who is uh, oh, Charlize Theron, is going to have a spinoff movie. I know <laughs> that's a movie. I, why? I mean, she <laughs> she must be getting a trip out of it, like Michael Caine. Uh, she she must don't be. do anything, man. She, the whole movie, she she just looks menacing, and then like you know, I'm going to go kill him myself. Uh, oh God, this movie is so terrible. Oh my God. <laughs> Don't even be, I mean, and then you, then you've got the whole stepbrothers moment, you know, at the end where uh, where John Cena's Jacob and and Vin Diesel's uh, uh, Dom. Did we just become best friends? Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. <laughs> you know, they all they all forgive them, and then, you know, they hug it out and stuff, or handshake or stuff. They all forgive them, but the only reason. He quit doing what he was doing because his guys betrayed turned him. Turned on him, yeah. So, yeah. so it's not like he he turned a corner, you know, he thought what he was doing was bad. His, his whole men turned on him. So it's like, oh, well, I don't got nothing else to lose. I'll throw in with this idiot brother of mine. There's nothing more powerful than the love of family. But you turn that into anger. There's nothing more dangerous. Wow. Oh. I, true that. Helen Mirren? Oh, God. Uh, uh, don't, oh, God, don't even get me started. All that. right. Well, uh, I mean, this movie was, it lacked. So, and then Mr. Nobody, you know, who starts this whole thing process going because he gets in a plane crash and he sends word to Dom and the gang to, you know, find this, you know. The or, MacGuffin. You have yeah, to protect the MacGuffin. The MacGuffin. Yeah, find this thing, you know, like I said earlier, you know, we're going to get the BCR thieves to find it for him, not the government agents that he works with, but find it. But then you never know what happened to Mr. Nobody, that no one looks for him, no one finds his body, no one assumes he's, you know, we're out there, and they don't even talk about him anymore after a certain point. It's like, so what happened to Mr. Nobody? Is he dead? Did he die? Was he captured? I mean... In in that same vein of the Where's Waldo, um, you have Shea Wiggum show back up in this. um, Who he's a character actor. He's in a ton of stuff, but he was in I think Fast Seven, Six and Seven, or Seven and Eight. But he was in back to back back to back Fast and the Furious movies. And uh, Brian breaks his nose. Twice. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He punches him in the face twice and breaks his nose twice. 
And did you see? They actually CGI'd his nose yeah, to look yeah. like the letter S. <laughs> his nose <laughs> literally. We we got a link to that photo too. Um, but uh, wow. yeah, why an S? I guess because it was because uh, it was broken twice, so it, it went wow. it went left and then it went right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, yeah, it was. Uh, we'll we'll link to that in the uh, in the um, the. Our uh, Instagram. Instagram. Uh, it was this movie. I, I'm I'm telling you. It, normally, I'm I'm okay with over the top absurdity. Uh, something was definitely missing on, in this movie. It, it was not a fun movie. To, it was too long. It was about thirty minutes too long. It was wow, way over the top absurd. There was no really no heart to it. I mean, even. Even where you usually have the Dom Letty, you know, love affair, you know, them all goo-goo-eyed, they acted like they were just pals, more or less. I mean, you didn't really have a romance between them at all this time out. And I got to say, Michelle Rodriguez probably looked the best she's looked since, like, the first movie. I don't know. She must have got some work done because she was looking really rough those last few movies. But. Wow. Well, uh, I, I, something uh, other than the laughter, the raucous laughter behind Brian there, uh, it feels a little sad. I, again, Pun Man Ron, you may have uh, outgrown the fan, Fast and Furious here. You know, I'm really hoping that they, they pull it together for the last two because, I mean, I'll, I'll see them, of course. Of course. You know, but – uh, if you won't enjoy it. A, a, I won't enjoy I'll watch it. I'll watch your damned movie, but I'm not going to have fun. I'm not going to have fun at all. All right. This so, sucks. so what's your uh, what's your rating here? Oh, I'd give this one a two. Wow, easily. And uh, uh, a PMR rating? Skip it. You mean a binary? A binary? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a, a binary? I'd give it a zero. Wow. Yeah, I, I I would. I mean, I just there's nothing redeemable about this at all. I mean, even even every every movie, Ludacris and Roman, they've got usually had pretty good chemistry. I mean, they're kind of dumb, but it's kind of funny sometimes. They weren't even. I mean, it just didn't seem like no one really cared. I mean, it was really weird. It was like they were just reading lines. I mean, yeah, there wasn't really anything fun about this movie at all. So. And John Cena, that that dude cannot act as well of a paper bag. My God, Jesus Christ! <laughs> he needs to just go back to wrestling. I mean, he's got one look, and that's it. And it's borders on like, duh. I mean, anyway. All right, they are loving PMR's commentary. They, uh, yeah, if they can hear, if oh, they hear Lord, PMR, listening to me. <laughs> yeah, not not kid friendly. We definitely don't want to do that. Um. Wow. Okay. Well, hey, we're all a little shell shocked from it, but uh, um, I I will skip it. I guess maybe when it comes on cable, maybe I won't watch it just out of spite. <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of being forced to watch stuff, uh, Podman Ron, you had an assignment this week. Did you fulfill I did. it? I did. All right. Let's hear it. What did you think of my pick for you? Uh, I married a witch. Uh. I think we uh, we need to get back to watching movies from like the past five or six years that are on streaming because this was I, I didn't dislike it. It it was enjoyable in, in a fact that 
It, it was an fast, hour and 15 minutes. But it was, it's that old Hollywood movies where, you know, things move fast. I mean, literally, it's a weird movie. It's kind of, in today's standards, it would be kind of creepy. I mean, if you're looking at it like today, I mean, basically, <clears throat> it's a it's a, a witch from, you know, Salem trial days and there's a curse put on this family and you know the and then that was kind of the funny part you know that the men will never find love you know they will always be in a in a loveless romance you know where the wives are bitches and you know they argue all the time and all that so you, you kind of see that through the yeah. years after the after the curse of this happening and then you get to Modern day, which was 19, what the hell, <laughs> 1934, 40, 42. <laughs> and, uh, and you got this, uh, witch and her father who are, you know, they're, they're represented by smoke, which is weird, but, um, she wants to become human again and, and she wants to meet this guy who is the throne to, who is a, who is a part of this, uh, curse you know he is the family bloodline of this people that she cursed and uh so he is running for governor and he is uh, about to get married to this woman that uh, of course you know the curse is they don't love each other i mean they they say they do but you can tell they just don't get along so she becomes uh gets a, a mortal form and she just all of a sudden she's just with some weird stalker i mean it's just creepy i mean wow you know so she shows up she he rescues her from a fire and she comes to his house and she won't leave and then she crashes his wedding and ruins his wedding and then all of a sudden oh, she's hilarity like, ensues. Yeah, and all of a sudden she, he's like, "Okay, well, you know, I'm in love with you. You know, we're let's get married." And it was like, "Okay, what? You just met her like a week ago. She ruined your wedding." Anyway, it's just weird like that. I mean, it moves at a fast pace. It's really not funny. It's not even. It's not. It's just a weird movie. I liked it because this woman is really Veronica Lake is yeah. very very hot. Yeah, sultry, hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's, that part was you know I was like, wow, I've never watched a movie with Veronica Lake. Um, there we go. Well, but that, you know, it's it, it's kind of funny because the women are like young and hot, like in their twenties, and the, the men look <laughs> like they're all in their forties and fifties. You know, good old and, days. Yeah, exactly. So. Um. Yeah, I, I I definitely wouldn't watch this again. I probably wouldn't even recommend anybody watch it. I'd, I'd give this a two also. Wow. I mean, yeah, it's it's not one of the better movies from the old times. That's All for right. sure. Well, I will try to pick a better old movie next time for you. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. This, this I thought this was, would uh, just go down easy. How you know? I thought it was supernatural. You well, know, I did like it. The fact that it was an hour and sixteen minutes that was nice. That's the way movies should be. God damn it. <laughs> that, that part I didn't mind, but it just didn't. Uh, and like I said, you know, Veronica Lake was very attractive, but uh, 
the rest of it just uh. yeah well uh brian I, I i don't know if you were you caught all of that but i think podman ron actually gave a better synopsis for I Married a Witch than he did for F, uh, F9. I don't know if that means that <laughs> the script you, was so much better. All right. So, uh, so, yeah. So, again, you know, Hollywood can't, can't win here. Uh, Podman Ron, do you have a replacement on, for, uh, for an HBO Max replacement movie? Uh, give me a second and I will pull you one up. All right. While we have that second, uh, Brian. Uh, talk a little bit. All right. All right. <laughs> Feels here here. Yeah, I feel like uh, the uh, we need to adjust the wheel uh, to reflect. I, see, I don't agree with PMR. I think we should, uh, uh, like, like last week, having the French Connection on there. I think that's a yep. good call. So I think it should be, you know, uh, we should be always picking things we think others will enjoy. Okay. Right. Uh, we're not trying to go and just like you know spike not the ball and screw each yeah. other over, right? And right. the wheel. Well, no, no, no. I don't want to. I don't want that. But I was. I was just thinking that you know that it would be for these movies that you know that the stream that HBO makes for just for you know like uh, the Tomorrow Wars. You know that's just oh, okay. made for Netflix or you know streaming movies that are. You know, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. I mean, y'all can do what y'all want to do. Yeah, but I I feel like the point is to to inform the listeners of films to check out they may not have already seen. That's what I'm thinking. So that's that's, that's why I was – so I think most people that – I mean, they, to each part, man. Yeah, exactly. I let everybody just do their, you know, if that's what y'all want to do, that'll work. I mean, do your own goddamn podcast. I don't care. God damn it. All right. Do you have a movie replacement, Podman Ron? I do. All right, let's have it. If we don't have this on the wheel already. All right. Judas and the Black Messiah. All right. I, I don't think we have that on there. Uh, it's that the, was... uh, the searing fact-based story of Fred Hampton, chairman of the Illinois Black Panther Party. All right. Well, there's, there's your comic book tie-in right there. Boom. There you go. <laughs> there you go. It looks interesting. All right. Very good. Uh, all right. Well, Podman Ron, uh, let's go ahead and spin this wheel and see who is up next. Hope it ain't me. We can only hope. All right. Well, if you snooze, you lose. Alex, you're the winner on this one. So we'll All see right. if Alex. Uh, uh, now I'll go ahead and spin the wheel for Alex, and let's see what uh, what we have for him. All right, back to HBO Max with frequently asked questions about time travel. Another time that? travel movie. And it's a we love time travel. Yeah, we we love our time travel movies. Uh, I think it's probably relatively new compared to I Married a Witch. So uh, it's Good one of those. Lord. It could be older. It could be old. Uh, it's one of those movies that I think I I think I put this on the wheel uh, to replace something that went out of window. Um, that I always see pop up like you may be interested in this time travel movie, and I've never watched it. So. Uh, yeah, love a good time travel movie. We'll see what happens, and we'll see what Alex has to say about that. 
I'm looking at it. Yeah, it doesn't look bad. Hmm. All right. All right. Very good. All right. Well, uh, we've belabored F9 long enough. Let's go ahead and go over to TV land. Tell them your story, Loki. Me? Nobody wants to hear about that. I, I would, actually. Um, it's just, I've, I've been wondering, because I'm... Well, we're supposed to die, right? All right, Loki. Uh, the penultimate episode here. Everything's going to wrap up nice and neatly. Uh, next episode here. Uh, Brian, did, did this episode live or die for you here? It was good. Uh, there's lots of Easter eggs, like uh, lots of Easter eggs, uh, which I totally enjoyed. Yeah. But, uh, and, uh, you know, I enjoyed all the different Lokis and it was, it, it was a fine episode. That it's just none of it's going to matter. None of this is going to matter. I mean, the whole point is they're stuck at the end of time where they can't affect the rest of the universe. I guess the whole point of the episode. So I don't know how much more, you know, in your face Marvel can be about, you know, hey, none of this matters. It has no effect on the MCU. We don't want to have to deal with this in the movies in the future. Uh, if you enjoy this, great, but it's meaningless. So, uh, but to say that, I also really enjoyed the episode. Enjoyable episode, so. but yeah, no consequences whatsoever, I guess. Podman Ron, as uh, you, you've mentioned that you're kind of falling off the Loki uh, Loki mobile yeah. here. I will say this was my this is probably other than the first episode. This was my favorite episode. It was a it was a good episode, and like Brian said, that this is where it's kind of getting none of this is mattering matter right now. It doesn't seem like, and my, and I kind of mentioned this last week when we talked about Loki. It just seems like this is like a Star Trek, Doctor Who low budget TV show. I mean, I don't know. The sets just don't do nothing for me. Everything just looks. I mean, so in this whole world, that in the time only these Lokis are around. I mean, there's nobody else around. <laughs> right. You know, Mobius, Mobius just drives up on. You know, he just happens to, to find them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, no one else. It's just Loki's and Mobius. I mean, I don't know. Just throwing some extra people randomly walking by or something. I, anything. I mean, it just so it does. It look like it's a Star Trek, you know, original Star Trek episode where it's only these people and nobody else around. So help uh, help help us out here, and we'll, we can run through some of the Easter eggs that Brian mentioned as well. So the episode picks up with Loki and Mobius and. Sylvie as well. So pretty much everybody into limbo here or wherever this is. Is this where every – maybe this gets to your point, Podman, Ron. Uh, is this where everybody that gets stuck by the TVA, they go to this place and yet there's nobody else there? Is that, yes. is that a, what so, we're supposed so to So we're, we're led to believe, and Brian, correct me if I'm wrong, but we're led to believe when you, you're pruned, you go here and then that monster eats you up. If you try so, to escape. I do take it back. If it, Brian, if you realize that battleship was the battleship from the Philadelphia experiment. Was, yeah, which is pretty interesting. Like, so it I was lands there, about that. and then it, right. you know, so you did have those people, and then the monster attacked them. And, and they do say that the bigger the 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 eye, you know, whatever lands, like that was a ship, so it attacks it first, and 
Right. You know, then, you know, classic Loki makes what looked like Asgard, so it attacked it. So, so that. So know. that's that. So, so, yeah. so, so we see all kinds of stuff, including uh, that every fanboy lost their mind when they saw the Thanos helicopter crash yeah. there. Um, and the uh, the other one that that I think, and Brian, you're the Pixar fan here. Uh, the pizza car is that supposed to be the pizza car from uh, Pixar or no? Uh, no, because it's it's a, okay. a Toyota. Uh, truck like a uh uh yellow toyota pickup oh, truck. okay okay i just saw so, the pizza I'm which, like, uh, that would make sense that disney puts uh, the pizza car in there and well they should have just done that i, mean, I thought yeah. that too i was like why didn't they just make it the disney pixar right you know pizza truck but uh yeah no uh we saw the frog thor uh for a frog we saw yeah. frog he was uh, stuck in a jar and he was trying to get to mjolnir yeah yeah right uh, but there was uh, so I think somebody online uh, posted a screenshot of uh, Yellow Jackets. Uh, Yellow helmet. Jackets helmet, I but it was giant. Really missed that. Yeah, yeah, that was there. Uh, you had the um, uh, Avengers Tower, but it was the Avengers Tower. Uh, the Kang. So it was a direct reference to Kang. Uh, Kang the Conqueror, when he came back to our time in the comics, owned a corporation, and he had like an alias. And and so it's the Avengers Tower, but it's the name of his corporation on the Avengers Tower. Which is Quang, which is Q-E-N-G. Quang. Quang. But here's the thing. Good. Uh, Just saying, it's just a a weird pronunciation for Kang. Quang, Quang, Quang. But... But if you remember, at the end of uh, Spider-Man Two, uh, there was a big rumor about you know Avengers oh, Tower yeah, was going right, up for yeah. sale in Spider-Man One, and then Spider-Man Two it said new owners and everything. Right. And everybody kept saying, "Well, it's Fantastic Four. It's going to be right. the Baxter Baxter Building." Well, it could be, you know, Queen Industries. Oh yeah, yeah. Very good. So uh, there was also um, was it like Romulus's or whoever ship. Uh, from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Ronan. Ronan's ship was crashed in the background, yeah. I saw that. And uh, Podman Ron, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think there was a burger chef in there as well. There was. There was. was. Yes, there was. Yeah, yeah. They, they actually showed it a couple of times. I stopped it and rewound. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's a burger chef sign that's kind of down <laughs> in front. But they showed it. It was in there chef, a couple man. of times. You see yeah, it. it was during the scene when somebody was talking and it was right there the yeah, whole yeah. time. But yeah, it was yeah. a burger chef sign. Yep, absolutely. See, I did like uh, – the story's kind of neat. I like the fact that, you know, when they prune something and get rid of stuff, you know, if it's not – if it's veered off the main timeline, that's where they dump it at. They just – that's where all the shit is dumped at. Well, and they and, did say that the reason why Lokis are they're predominantly there is because Lokis are survivors. Right. You know, so Lokis, ju- God of Mischief, the stuff they get into, you know, has more likelihood of causing a Nexus event. And then when they land on this planet, whatever it is, uh, they're crafty enough to avoid being killed. Yeah, but... I'm sure there's so. other people that are crafty enough. Well, yes. Well, Not just yeah. Loki. Pres- so, President yeah. Loki had his Mad Max crew with him, unless they were all Lokis as well. Who knows, right? I like the bike handle Loki. The <laughs> helmet with the bike handles. That was uh, uh, so, I, I love that they didn't explain it. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah you're supposed it to accept it at face value. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Oh, that seems reasonable. Uh, so basically, uh, the the Loki that we know goes here. He hangs out with his other fr- new friend Loki. Uh, you know, I thought it was pretty interesting that Richard Grant Loki, uh, old man Loki, you know, talks about how he survived being killed by Thanos, and I'm like, oh, maybe was there? Could there be a? Could that have been happening with our Loki? In the, that's uh, what in, I that's that's what I was thinking. I mean, I'm like, could that be our Loki? I mean, right, maybe right. he did survive, and you know, it, it doesn't say that it's not. You know, I mean, yeah, maybe that's maybe how that's our Loki survived. Yeah, so yeah. you never know. Well, and that goes back to they always said uh, Loki when he does, or the theory was Loki when he's uh, doing a a, uh, a mirage or whatever right. it is, uh, it's it's mirrored. So when he tries to stab uh, Thanos, he's using his left hand instead of his right hand. He's predominantly right-handed. Mm-hmm. At least that's the theory. Wow. So All right. Yeah. The nerds have got, got, got the Loki pokey stick going on there. I, I just hope that they stick to a strong ending with this. My, that's my whole thing. And I, I hope it somehow ties – it really needs to tie to one of these movies. Because if it's just like, uh, you know, kind of like WandaVision where it falls flat, and, you know, the bad guys revealed to be, you know, Joe down the street that we've never seen before, uh, you know, and has no well, repercussions on anything, then that's going to be lame. Well, the smoke monster is tied to Kang, the Conqueror. So, yeah, and, is and it that's what I really want. I really, I really mm-hmm. want it to be Kang the Conqueror. Conqueror. I mean, I want to see that that should be, it's going to be, what's her name, Ravana or whatever her name is. I mean, but she's Kane's wife in the comic, so. And you think that is that who you're talking about the head of the TVA? It's been, I think she's going that to judge. Today. Yes, yeah. I think she okay. will. Right. But I think she's she's Kane's wife, so. Uh, I, I, Interesting. I, All right. I think uh, so. we really need to see something something with some substance in one of these shows where it really is going to matter and tie into the next movie. Uh, I think you're going to be sorely disappointed. Yeah, I probably will. We did uh, reference this quickly, but I thought it was interesting and something that probably most listeners didn't weren't aware of. But, yeah, the battleship that drops in on that scene is the USS Eldridge, which, right. to what PMR said, was tied to the Philadelphia experiment. And during World War II, um, the rumor was, or the the urban legend is, uh, they were trying to build a stealth ship. And so right. that was the ship they were using for the, the stealth ship to go undetected, uh, because we were getting, you know, just beaten by the, the, uh, um, Nazi U-boats, right? The submarines were just killing us. Uh, so, and this is where it gets, they, it's been debunked over and over and over again. Right. <laughs> but, uh, the rumor was that when they turned on the switch for the Philadelphia experiment to then cloak the ship, the ship disappeared entirely. And then a few days later showed up in naval, in a naval shipyard. Uh, then it disappeared again and reappeared somewhere else. And, uh, the crew members that came back, some didn't, some disappeared entirely. Some came back. But were completely confused and, and, and could, uh, there was something had affected them mentally. And there was even rumors that some of the, uh, the crewmen were, were, uh, embedded into the ship. Oh, like, wow. uh, like phased through, together through the hull of the ship. So 
you know, the fact that we got DB Cooper in the first episode, uh, yeah, and yeah. That, that they're going back and, and, and tying in, you know, Philadelphia experiments pretty cool. So, yeah, I, that was cool. I, I didn't mind that. I just, I really just, let me get your opinion on this, Brian, since you, I know you watched all the Netflix shows, but don't you think the Netflix shows had a little bit better quality to them in a weird way? I mean, like, well, which, what Netflix show are you talking about? Stranger like, Things me, or Jupiter's I, Legacy? No, I'm sorry. The, uh, the Marvel Netflix shows like Daredevil. Oh, I mean, oh. I think Daredevil had a better, uh, yeah, but know. Daredevil also wasn't set in space. Yeah, they they right? sat around I mean, in an office and talked most of the time, right? Same, and that's the same thing with okay. uh, with uh, <laughs> One Division, right? Yeah. I mean, One Division they were just doing nineteen uh, sixties TV sets. You know, I mean, they were uh, nothing's expensive about that. The I, I think that's probably why right. we that's probably I, I why know. we spent just, so much damn time on that shrimp boat in uh, uh, oh, Winter, Winter Soldier, <laughs> right? right? Is to keep Easy. the budgetary costs down. So, uh, they're this one—they're definitely doing that because, like I said, this, the Loki sets look—I don't care for them too much. So. But the Loki set has to be set in the future on alien planets, that yeah. sort of thing. So you're, they're cutting quarters in different ways, just like in the last episode when they're sitting there, you know, having that chat when they create the Nexus event and they start, you know, uh, uh, jonesing on each other. Well, there's meteors raining down. There's, right, there's, right. but they don't make sound. There's no like. No, rain, there's no sound. A meteor no, lands not, three feet from them, and they're, they're doesn't make a sound. They doesn't even get you know, no dirt gets blown yeah, up yeah. on them. Nothing. No, so, no dirt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're cutting corners other ways. Uh, but again, all that goes to say is, if they're not going to spend the money on the show, did it really matter? If they're so, going to go out of their way to say that none of this. <laughs> inter- if none of this is going to intersect with the MCU later on, did it matter? Did we need to watch it? No. And, and my question is, and I guess this is where I'm having back to what we talked about earlier. Am I just not digging these movies anymore and, and therefore not really digging these TV shows as much as I thought I would? Is it me? Is it, is the quality falling a little bit or is it just my interest is falling or maybe you know, all of the above. we talked about, or all of the above, we talked about before, you know, the first phase, the second phase, third phase, it's been my heroes, it's people I grew right. up with, the characters I grew up. Now we're in a phase where it's, it's characters I really don't care too much about, yeah. or never really knew. I don't, you know, Shang-Chi didn't, uh, didn't know too much about him, never read any of his stuff. I mean, in Eternals, nobody gives a shit about the Eternals. Black Widow, I mean, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, take it or leave it. I mean, so wait a minute. Uh, uh, an hour ago, you were excited about going to see the Black Widow movie. Now you're saying you can take it. Or leave. What the hell I'm is just going saying, on I, here? I don't know if it's me or if it's the movies. I don't know what it is. I, I guess I, I, I need. I, I don't know. Uh, it sounds like you may need uh, some mood stabilizers, and you'll Maybe enjoy a the movie. Therapy, well, that's yeah, true. A therapy <laughs> session, I guess. Jeez. Well, there's also the fact that we're you know we're we're complaining that Loki has no, you know, bearing on the rest of the MCU and neither did, you know, um, WandaVision or, uh, um, Winter Soldier. <laughs> now we're going to go into a movie where the characters already died in the regular MCU. So, so Black Widow's going to have literally has no, no, has no bearing on, on, uh, the rest of the MCU either. Yeah. I mean, you're right. You're and exactly Eternals. Right. 
Eternals have been sitting on the sidelines this whole time. Well, they're not going to have any bearing on, on the MCU. Right. As, you know, It'll be some it, nice Easter eggs, I'm sure, but that's about yeah. it, right? So that's about it. That's yeah. about it. So, yeah, we like we couldn't – we've gone a period where we – it's been two years since we've had a Marvel movie. Two full years since we've had a Marvel movie. And we uh, – uh, the stakes could not be lower with yeah. the films well, we right. have coming out. Well, and I could, could say, I mean – Winter Soldier and Falcon, or whatever the hell it was called, we could honestly say that has a little bearing because we now we've been introduced to the new Captain America. Yeah, and, <laughs> who we and then we also got introduced to Julius Julia Louis Dreyfus's lame character, and where she's pulling together the Dark Avengers or the yeah the Dark Avengers. Whoever wasn't the Dark Avengers. Or Thunderbolts, either uh, one. Whichever. But Thunderbolts. She's but, pulling them together. So did, that's uh, kind of, but, but again, I didn't care for that show. I mean, it, it was kind of dumb. So, Well, one, one guess, of the ways that they're, they're making up for the budget is, Brian. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so they've introduced the new Winter Soldier, right? Or not, the new Captain America. Yeah. The Falcon, so he can sell us Hyundais. Yeah. It's Have like, you seen the Falcon, uh, the Fal- uh, the Sam Wilson Falcon Hyundai commercial? Yeah. So. No. <laughs> buy American, sure? buy a Hyundai. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my wait God. a minute! I'm watching it now. Yeah, I just sent it to you guys. Yeah. It's like, all good. how how much hokier and really insulting oh. can it be <sighs> that? You know, wow. They they made such a big deal out of you know he's he's you know the African-American Captain America, and now they're going to go and trot him out there to go. Uh, they, they didn't ask Robert Downey Jr. to go sell Hyundais. Uh, it's because his father just died. We forgot about or, him. <laughs> you know, Steve Rogers didn't have to go out there and sell uh, Kias. So why does Sam Wilson have to go out there and shill for Marvel for these, for these vehicles? Hey, you were fine when Spider-Man and Thanos were trying to sell you Hostess Cupcakes. So you should be okay well, with was, Captain yeah. America selling you a car. <laughs> I would like to hear them explain this to Anthony Mack. Listen, listen, listen. You know what they explained it? Here's how they explained it. Add another zero to that check. Okay. Okay. I'm on well. board. I'm good. I'll take All it. right. Well, let, let, let's get back to Loki here. Uh, so the the smoke the lost smoke monster you said is indeed tied to. Uh, 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 what's his face? Kang, Kang the in, Conqueror. In the comic books. I thought that was interesting that I think his name was like Elias or something like that, which kind of sounds like Alias. I was trying to thought, no, read too much a, into a, it. I thought it was Elias. Elias. Ah, well, the other thing I thought, and again, this is, there was, you know, it was just a passing thought. It's like, okay, when was the last time in a, in a Marvel type, a movie that we saw a purple smoke monster that devoured stuff? Uh, it's like, yeah. oh, Galactus from Rise of the Silver Surfer. So I thought that would have been kind of interesting, but again, not that it would have ever happened, but I'm like, ah, that's, maybe that's a little bit of a tie in. Uh, at the end of it, they, with the help of old Loki, they end up defeating the smoke monster, uh, and then they uh, Loki and Sylvie see the clouds, the smoke monster parts. They see a tower. Uh, they look at it longingly. They go to it. Who's going to be in that tower, Brian? It's going to be Kang. It'll be Kang the Conqueror. It'll be Joe Smith. The, the question the is: Is it going to be? 
Boner. Is there, is it going to be Kang the Conqueror's butler for 30 minutes, followed by two minutes of Kang the Conqueror winking right. at the screen and saying, check out Multiverse of Madness? <laughs> in two years so, or whatever. In two years, yeah. Or is it, you know, my? I'm, I'm sure this is a, uh, a net nerd thought as well. Is it not going to be anybody? Is it going to be that Loki was right all along, pretty kind of sort of like, yeah, there's nobody in charge of this. Maybe there was years ago, but there's no one in charge here. So there's going to be an empty throne in the castle or something like that. And that, and that could be the it'll biggest be, disappointment a, since, since Mephisto. Be right here. back, son, taped to the throne. And it's just Kang. swinging. He was here. Kang taped a be right back, son, to the, the door, throne. The door kind of uh, So, yeah, so whatever, whoever's, if it's not Kang, Podman Ron, you're going to be disappointed, right? Yes, I will be. I, it better be Kang or Mephisto. It's got to be Kang or Mephisto. I mean, it's how, be somebody. I am just. How funny is it that the nerds, uh, you know, manifest these <laughs> these characters out of nowhere, right? Like it, it's Mephisto, Mephisto. It's not Mephisto. It's Kang. It's Kang. It's got to be Kang. Uh, you know, it seems like how could it not be Kang? But if it's not, are we going to believe anything we see on uh, in She-Hulk or any of these other <laughs> Marvel shows? Right, right. I think they do it just just because people get onto it. They're like, oh well, oh people figured out it's Kang. Well, then don't do. Then we're not going to do Kang. Yeah, just, yeah, just exactly. out of spite. Yeah. All right. Well, we shall see what happens there. Um, I mean, all in all, I mean. I don't know if it's my favorite Marvel. I mean, it's it's been an interesting story, but yeah. I don't know. It's I really did like this episode, and you know, I hope it finishes strong because I feel like the last two have not finished strong at all. So, and I, to me, Winter Soldier never even got started. It's just good. getting started yeah, now. Was, so, there was a lot of missed opportunities with Winter Soldier and Falcon. So. Well, uh, obviously, Podman Ryan, you were, while you were on Disney Plus and lamenting the fact that Loki is just uh, <laughs> these Marvel shows are no good, uh, I think you turned your attention to Pixar. Actually, we don't scare anymore. Now we're last power. Sorry about that. They're putting you two in charge. Just kidding. It's laughter we're after. We're going to need to find a couple of hundred more funny monsters. Excuse me, Tyler Tusman, official scarer. What? Scarer? You're no longer hiring scarers? Scarers are out. Jokesters are in. Is this a joke? All right. So monsters at work. Uh, I didn't even know this was a thing until you put it on the rundown here, Podman Ron. I did. I saw it and I uh, read about it and I thought, you know what? Monsters, Inc. is one of my favorite Pixar movies. I guess because it was Alex's favorite. All about Alex, yeah. All Our, about Alex. Alex would, and, Inca, uh, Inca. He would love that yeah, fucking Exactly. Movie. He would love that movie. And when he was a crying little mess of a baby, we would sit up and watch that movie with him and that would calm him down. I've seen when, Monsters, Inc. probably a Half a dozen, well, more than that, probably over a dozen times. Um, Love that movie. Billy Crystal, John Goodman, perfect. It was Billy Crystal, his character makes me laugh every time I watch that movie. So when I saw this come out, I was like, okay, I've got to watch this. You know, 30 minute episodes, it's going to be hilarious. This is going to be great. Yeah. I was not, I was wrong. Oh, no. Well, you know, 
for if you have a kid, this would this would be a good move. You know, twenty minutes, thirty minutes to watch. Yeah. So so for kids, but, this might be a good kid show. Yeah. I okay. mean. You know, I think <laughs> Pixar, yeah, the kids' show would be a good kids' show to watch. Um, but Pixar, you know, as an adult, you know, you go to these Pixar movies, they kind of tug on your By heart yourself, a little bit. Yeah. You know, you've got, they're, you know, you got two hours to build a good story up. And these are just little 20, 25 minute snippets. It's really, you've got Mike, you got Mike and uh, Sully in there. For you know, they're in there a little bit, you know, ten ten minutes at a time. But they've got a new lead in there, uh, a new monster that's the the main character, and he's got like his little friends around him. So it, it's it's this little quick little story, and it just it's cute moments, but it's nothing like the original movie. It's not wow. not as another cute. another disappointment. Uh, yeah, grown I mean, up like disappointment. I said, I mean, it's a grown up disappointment. I mean, I don't know what how how is a, a twenty five minute you know Pixar little sh- uh, show is going to tug on your heartstring all the time? It's just not. Right. It's just but, they're but, just telling a little story. But so. to their credits, these uh, little two minute shorts that they have sometimes you'll end up crying about that. About that, a dumpling right. that right. Uh, grows up, so it's it's so funny. But I think you know if you're going to do twenty minutes, well, twenty minute shows, you're not going to want to do something to tug at your heartstring all the time. <laughs> you're not going to cry in every front. episode. Well, yeah. well, you know, because you're trying to attract, you know, the the age you're trying to tr- attract is not the fifty year old man. Fifty three year old men aren't going to want exactly. Oh, so, oh, oh, well, Brian, have you watched it, Brian? Monsters at Work? I, I have not watched it. The twins watched it. We're watching it this morning. Uh, I did not get their uh, get their uh, review on it. It seems like, uh, from what I gathered, they're just introducing new monsters. Like Why, Mike man? and Sully are in it, but they're not the main focus of it. Yeah. Right. And I, I wonder if, probably been around while you were talking, I was thinking, like, yeah, you know what? Is it possible that, again, Yes, you are getting old. Hate to break it to you, and your I taste am. your taste may have changed, and all that kind of stuff. But it's just that we're completely inundated with all this shit. You know what I mean? Well, and, 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 I, and I and I thought about that when I watched it after I after I watched it. There was two episodes <laughs> dropped, and after I watched both episodes, I thought about that. I thought, you know, is it me? Right. And, uh, but then I, I really started thinking about the episodes themselves. And, you know, every time Mike and Sully was on there, especially Mike, Billy Crystal's great in this role, you know, it kind of made me laugh. But the rest of it just, eh, it was just like, eh. Yeah. So, but I think it's, I think it's just, you're, you're telling 20, 25 minute stories. You're not telling a two hour Pixar quality movie. You're just trying to generate, so it's kind of like if you go back to when Toy Story came out in the 90s and then, like, what was it, the early 2000s, they had a Buzz Lightyear cartoon. You right. Know? Those weren't always – those weren't great. I mean, you're not watching those for Pixar quality. They no. were just for the kids to have something to watch. Well, this is kind of the same thing. So, you know, I, I think that's – it's – it's fun to throw your kid in front of if you got a kid to watch it, but if you're an adult and <laughs> want to watch Pixar Sitting movies, Sitting by yourself. You like Pixar yeah. Movies, yeah. This, not, yeah, this, this is not, not the one to sit by yourself. This is not Pixar movie quality, so move on. Uh, Brian, did you get a, did you get a, a live uh, update of uh, Monsters at Work, by the way? Uh, yeah, they, they, they confirmed what I said earlier. Oh, okay. so, it was shit. 
<laughs> it was, they didn't really focus on Mike and because uh, they're the bosses. So you got they're a new bosses, crew of yeah. uh, a new crew of monsters. So uh, yeah, so so is, is the problem that hey Marvel, if you want us to or Disney, I guess I should say, you want us to be invested and not get burned out on these characters, don't throw them all over the place. You know, it's like. Again, we're uh, nerds, and the internet have made everybody an asshole, right? And we mm-hmm. talked about right. the man oh, yeah. in the mirror, Absolutely. to where it's like, oh my god, we've got a movie about Loki, or a TV show about Loki, or Wanda and Vision. You have a TV show about Vision, Podman Ron, and you're bitching about it. I know, you know what? <laughs> right? My, my friend Ken has told me the same thing, and I, and I have quit. <laughs> bitching for the most part. I mean, I only do it on the podcast because you know I, I'm giving my honest opinion on things. But but the only know, place I can be honest even, is on the podcast. Well, you know, but even before With you guys, the, even before the podcast, you know, I used to complain about superhero movies and say the Green Lantern movie or something like that, or I, I didn't agree with something that happened in a Marvel movie. You know, my friend Ken would always say, "You know what." Look at what you're getting. At least you're getting these movies. Don't bitch about them. I mean, yeah. we, you know, they're the best thing Take we've ever right. had. Yeah. So just, just to sit back and enjoy it and be done with it. You know, we're we're not writing Shakespeare here. So, all right, and he's right. Which I mean, goes back to F nine, maybe. But uh, yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, that's, okay, that's or or America, the motion picture, or America. <laughs> I do want to watch that. I'm going to watch that tonight. So. Uh, I watched you should. it this you, week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we uh, the I I re- wanted to rewatch it. I rewatched a little, and to Podman Ron, you're going to have to get over maybe about a fifteen twenty minute hump. I think before oh, the God. I'm terrible. I don't know, Brian. So I, I again, I wanted to watch it a second time. And the first maybe ten fifteen minutes or so was a little bit. It, it, it's it's dick and fart jokes throughout the entire movie. But yeah. it feels like it gets smarter, sort of like. You know, again, it gets into these, like, cutesy type things. Like, ah, that's pretty funny. I see what they did there type stuff. I think you got to get into the rhythm of it. Because yeah, yeah. The, the beginning with Lincoln and Washington is kind of a little jarring. Yeah, yeah. Until you kind of get into once once you Once they really go nuts with it, you're like, all right. Yeah. All right. Now, now everything, you know, anything's uh, passable at this point. It, it, you know, I, I'm in for all of it. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, it is. Uh, I told PMR it's like watching a full season of the Venture Brothers. In yeah, yeah, very Venture it's, Brothers kind of. Yeah, it's so good. The uh, uh, it's I think it's got like a fifty nine percent. So it's not certified. It's I think it's fresh, but not certified yeah. fresh. But then like the critics, it's like a thirty seven. You know, it's yeah. rotten. The critics, uh, and then the people are saying, well, this isn't. You know, it's supposed to be a um, a. Uh, um, I lost the word. Uh, not an homage, but like a uh, uh, poking fun at a, you know at uh, uh, a genre. Not it's poking fun at like the superhero movie genre, right? Not, right. Not any action movie genre, yeah. Because it's like it doesn't matter who we put in the movie. You know, we can say this is about yeah, Robin Sam Hood, or we can or, this, yeah, whatever, yeah, or, or or King Arthur. It kept making me think of the King Arthur film we watched a yeah. few weeks ago, where it's okay. like this isn't the Arthur tale at all, but it's an action movie, and they just happen to say it's King Arthur. Okay. It's, it's the same sort yeah. of thing. But uh, 
Very, very parody. That's the word I was looking for. Parody. parody. Okay. People were saying this isn't a parody, and I'm like, oh, it's a parody of action movies. It's not a parody of American history. <laughs> exactly. But I think, so I think people missed the point. They're like, well, this isn't a parody of America. The fact that it's American motion picture is just they just they just needed archetypes. They needed archetypes to make this movie, and so it's funny to make it the founding fathers of the of yeah. the, uh, uh, yeah, the country. So I, I think you will like it, Pie Memron, but you may have to get over the first uh, little bit there. Yeah, I would give it easily a four and a one. Yeah. All right. So I wish we gave half. So I might even give it a four and a half. Yeah, you'll break the law just to do just to do that. It's um, a great, great film. All right. Well, I guess and that it's, would, and it's uh, Lord and Miller. Yeah, yeah. They are. Right? They didn't direct it, but I think producers or something like that. EPs. Yeah, they're producers. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I guess that kind of gets us into uh, what you're looking at. What you looking at? All right, Brian, you're looking at America. Uh, anything else, Brian? I, uh, comic book wise. Oh, uh, the what? I know. Um, <laughs> this week they uh, put out uh, Dark Horse Comics put out a prelude book to the Master of the Universe Revelations TV show that's going to start on the 23rd um, on Netflix. And it's written by Kevin Smith. Uh, so Kevin talking. Smith makes his return to comics. All right. Wow. It was, uh, it's good. It's not, uh, it was kind of cool because you see some of the backstory. There's going to be uh, a lot of history, you know, that, that He-Man wasn't the first, like, master, wasn't the first guardian of Grayskull okay. and that sort of thing. And so what it's going to, it's kind of hopping through time a little bit. It's telling you not just backstory between the last Master of the Universe cartoon and now, yeah. like, going back to, like, the history of Eternia. And they said um, that the original title, Attorney is like the center of the universe. So okay. for like DC, you know, DC, it's Earth Prime. Well, uh, Eternia for their universe, Earth still exists, all that stuff, but they're like the center of the universe. And so uh, the reason why um, uh, everything comes from Eternia, like magic and everything. So if Eternia dies, the entire all of reality will die. Okay. And uh, they said the, in, in an um, interview this week, Kevin Smith said the, the working title for this, the new show was going to be uh, uh, Masters of the Universe, End of the Universe, or Death of the Universe. So, uh, so the stakes are going to be uh, pretty high. It, right. it looks great. I mean, the more stuff you see about it, it looks great. It was nice having the prequel comics, especially by Kevin Smith, because he hadn't written anything in like ten years. Wow! So, all right, we yeah. can only hope that or- Orko uh, lives after the series. You know, in the comic book, Orko turns. Wow! He betrays them. Oh, oh! I thought you meant he changed sexes, but okay, yeah, okay, I can oh, see no. that too. Uh, Podman Ron, are you looking at anything nowadays? I am not. Wow! Nothing. So I, I haven't had much time. So I, I had a homework have, assignment this week. I had one other thing I was looking at. I found this interesting. It was an article that was posted on uh, Cracked uh, this week, but talking about the uh, um, George Miller Justice wow. League yeah. that was supposed to have come out in 2008. Uh, uh, it was supposed to come out in like 2008-2009, and it got killed because of the uh, writer strike, the writer's guild strike, which gave us uh, – uh, what was the the second Transformers film that was god awful? Oh, dark, the uh, Dark of the Moon, dark, not Dark of the Moon. It was the anyway. Yeah, it was the well, one with the uh, the ice cream truck. Uh, 
<laughs> the incredibly racist ice cream truck. Right, right. <laughs> so, uh, but it was some pretty cool stuff that, cause apparently the script, the script hasn't like surfaced, but there's people have read the script and they've kind of put together and they've kind of built a, uh, uh, kind of a uh, loose story of what it was supposed to be about. But the big bad guy in Justice League Mortal was supposed to be Maxwell Lord. And he was a businessman. So he wasn't, it wasn't the goofball that we had right. in uh, uh, Wonder Woman 84. But, uh, and, and it was based on the storyline where, um, Wonder Woman eventually kills yeah. Max Lord. It's, so it's, it's the storyline where Max kills Blue Beetle at the beginning, right? Um, it was that storyline, okay. but uh, so some of the weird stuff in it uh, is uh, well, the fact that Wonder Woman would snap his neck, right? Yeah. Uh, in a film, and to Seems kill him, yeah. uh, Flash and Iris enjoy super intimacy. Aye, nice. Where he basically vibrates through her, and and she has a pleasurable uh, hmm. sensation from her molecules Seems, being vibrated. Seems completely reasonable. Yep. Yeah, Pod that was a, that was <laughs> Podman after dark. Uh, that was apparently a scene in, in the script. Um, there's uh, Wonder Woman's outfit is a hot topic, and uh, Walkerman has said the only reason he even joined the uh, Justice League is because he had the hots for Wonder Woman. At what point? And at one point, Flash tells her to put some pants on. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, and this was written by Joss Whedon. Is that what you said? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> They they were talking about you know just the fact that uh, for a long time Army Hammer was cast as Batman right so you know DC pretty much dodged a bullet there <laughs> with having to explain uh, <laughs> yeah. his his extracurricular activities. Um, Batcave. Yeah, uh, Max possesses Flash's mind, and Barry realizes the only way out is by crashing into the speed barrier uh, to kill himself. So Bar- so uh, Flash Barry Allen kills himself. And then in subsequent films, it would be Wally as uh, the Flash okay. picking up the mantle, which I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, uh, Talia Al Ghul is like his his Miss Tessmacher in the film. So Max is the main bad guy, but Talia is there as well. She would have died in the film. <laughs> in the uh, uh, in the third act uh, or towards the end of the film, they would actually introduce Starro huh? for the sequel. So Only Starro a few more weeks before you get your Starro, Brian. I know, I know. So, but you can see, like the stuff that they they kind of concept for Justice League Mortal, Mortal is now making it into DCU uh, DCU yeah. films now. Um, yeah, Max was a uh, uh, was a tycoon. Uh, um, it wasn't a mind wish stone thing. Uh, Martian Manhunter and uh, John Stewart Green Lantern were cast in the film. Common was cast as John Stewart. Uh, Aquaman would have the uh, the water hand that he did in the uh, uh, post Peter David. You know, yeah. Peter David gave him the hook, right? And then later on, he had the magical hand that was given to him by the Lady of the Lake. So you'd have that that water hand. Uh, and then another thing that made it into the DC movies eventually was that uh, there was a fight between Superman and uh, Wonder Woman, which ended up coming up in uh, you know. Um, Justice League, where they actually fought. But, uh, but yeah, so it's, it's kind of funny. The things that they had worked into the script back then that still kind of made it to it's into the scripts in later films. And it reminded me of uh, when – who was the guy that – when Wild Wild West came out. Yeah. Um, 
the the producer of that was also the producer of the um, Superman Lives film. The giant spider. And, oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot the guy's name. And, and he wanted to have a giant spider in the film. And then the film obviously got killed. Well, then, lo and behold, Wild Wild West comes out a couple of years later. And what do we have? A giant spider. A giant robot spider. Makes total sense. So it's just funny the way these things, it's like, you know, these decisions aren't made for the story. It's, <laughs> right, it's, right. It's, just someone gets a wild hair up their ass. Yeah, somebody gets a wild hair. And it's just the producer's like, no, I really want a giant spider in this film. Please, it's got to have a giant spider. <laughs> and then so then it's like the writer's like, well, all right, I guess I got to write in a giant spider. It's right. the Wild West. <laughs> right. But, all right, here's a giant robot spider. So, yeah, a, a very interesting article on crack this week about Justice League Mortal. All what right. could have been? It could have been, and at could some point maybe we will get another Justice League movie, but uh, probably not anytime soon, it doesn't seem like. Not anytime soon. So. All right. Well, very good. Uh, so, yeah, next week we've got our uh, well, last Hold on a minute, Brad. Yes. Brad, didn't you, you, you have a thing yeah, on the run We'll down. save it. We'll save it. Nothing important. Um, yeah, last episode of Loki for next week, so that should be uh, interesting. And Black, Black Widow, Widow, which at this point, I don't know if Podman's Ron's going to say it's a horrible movie or a great movie. I mean, it's going. Man, to, I don't know, man. I, I want to be energized. I want I Black want you, Widow to to re-energize me with with Marvel movies. Hell, with just any movie in general. I just want to see a good movie. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I know you and Brian are going to go see it in the early afternoon. So get yourself a big hot cup of coffee. So we'll be wide awake for that movie. <laughs> I mean, I've got to look at it. The last few movies I've seen. Now, we took basically a whole year off thanks to the, the pandemic. And then the first movie I went and saw was Wonder Woman 84 at the theater. And that was the biggest turd practically ever produced. And then, so got through that. Finally, you know, six months later, Go see another movie, Fast and the Furious Nine, which we've been waiting for like a year and a half. Exactly. So it's like, come on, man, give me something, something. I think I don't think you have to worry about Black Widow, but I don't think the stakes are very high either. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Go in with lower expectations. So I guess the question is, Brad, what will PMR think by this time next week? And how many times will he reverse his decision next Flop. week? Snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap. Yeah. Snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap. Yeah. So, and plus we'll have, uh, to make it even more confusing, we'll probably have uh, Alex back to uh, flip-flop yeah. as well. Make it more confusing. So they'll flip-flop based off so it'll, of each other. Just, yeah, yeah, you're just right. To, that was a really cool moment. That was that was really good. And, they'll and be now like, I hate it. Yeah, I hated her. That made no <laughs> sense whatsoever what the Taskmaster. I flip-flop like Alex. Does. No. Come on now. So, But you know, there's only one way you can find out, though, Brad. Save it for the podcast. Thank <laughs> you.